This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast, your go-to podcast for actionable career advice and tips so that SEO professionals can optimize their career and not just the algorithms. So this week we have a fabulous guest joining me and he goes by the name of David Bain and he started off his SEO journey back in 2003 Since then, he's managed agency SEO teams, been an in-house head of SEO, and has more recently interviewed 100 of the world's leading SEOs for Majestic, a client of his B2B content production agency, Casting Cred. And this week, we'll be talking about what skills from having a career or role in SEO that you can use in a future role that's not necessarily in the same industry. So a very warm welcome to the podcast, David. Hey, Sarah. Great to be on with you. Thanks so much for having me on. Thank you so much for agreeing to come on and spend uh, the next 30 minutes with me. How, How are you doing? How's your week treating you so far? Very well, indeed. I'm just... Um moseyed on over to the home office and um, started recording with you so it wasn't exactly a long walk into work. (laughs) I uh, love how the commute um, to my to to, to my office or to my desk is literally just roll out of bed. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It's uh, more and more the case for most people nowadays. Definitely, definitely. And we recently in the UK had a bonfire night, didn't we? Um, with fireworks and stuff. So did yeah. you have a good weekend? Did you see some cool fireworks? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got a five-year-old son. We took him along and um, he thought the fireworks were a little bit loud, and, um, unfortunately. So we were quite close to them and they went on for about half an hour or so. But they were very spectacular. I live quite close to the city of Ely and they had a wonderful uh, fireworks display at the weekend. Wonderful, wonderful. I always like it when they get really uh, advanced and they try and time the fireworks with music. Mm. I don't know if, yeah, that's... They tried to do that. They tried to do that. Yes, absolutely. But the fireworks were so loud you could hardly hear the music, but it was (laughs) good. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Um, Okay, so I've introduced what we're talking about. It's quite an interesting one um, because, yeah, we're talking about transferable skills um, that you have from working in SEO. Um, So my first question to you, David, um, using your own experience, when, when is it time to move on 
from SEO or uh, what are some of the signs or opportunities? Well, I mean, going back to, I guess, why I got to be involved in SEO to begin with. It was a long time ago, as you mentioned in the in, uh, introduction, it was about 2003 or so that I first started getting involved with SEO. And it was simply because I was on the internet. I was creating actually my own websites at the time and figuring them, figuring how to get them to the top, top of Google. And very quickly, I managed to start to rank different web pages for competitive, I don't know if they were competitive at the time, but short tail keyword phrases that could bring in a lot of traffic. So I was generating a thousand plus visits per day and making virtually a full-time income through Google AdSense at the time. So SEO at the time was a great way to make some part-time income or even full-time income uh, by building your own websites and having AdSense on these sites. And that, that was probably the most common thing to do with SEO at the time. And then businesses at various networking events started asking me, well, how do you actually do that? And I, I got into training businesses on how to do that and ultimately uh, a full-time role within SEO. Um, so, so that's kind of the back, backdrop to how I got involved in SEO. It was because it was a good revenue generating opportunity at the time. Um, it wasn't necessarily because it was the thing that I was most passionate about. Okay. I was passionate about being an online entrepreneur and SEO was probably the primary um channel, marketing channel to focus on at that time, the most successful channel to focus on at that time. Pay-per-click was, was, was nascent. It was early stages for most other channels. I mean, I got into podcasting earlier as well, about 2006 or so. And I, was, I, I loved the podcasting medium, but at the time, there wasn't really an opportunity to make much money from it. There wasn't much talk about things like content marketing at the time. Um, and I, I liked SEO. I, I do like SEO, but it's probably not the thing that I've been the most passionate about. I, I really enjoy podcasting, producing content, content strategy and things like that. So I think when the other channels started to mature, mm -hmm. then that gave me the opportunity to think, well, do I really want to focus on SEO? Or do I want to grab the opportunity of other channels now and move on to something different? Interesting, interesting. Um, so I suppose then, like, as as you could sort of um, focus on the channels that you were more passionate about, because I think that is important, isn't it? Like, mm. um, you're going to do good work if you're passionate about something um, or you're passionate, passionate about um, a channel or what, you're, what you can achieve with it and your purpose, I suppose. Um, but I suppose like if you, um, if you get into, into this industry through SEO um, and you have other opportunities and other opportunities present themselves, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to turn your back on SEO, right? Uh, you can Absolutely. always, you can always use them and, um, yeah, and I think that's key, but then I suppose it's about like, using them within your other passions and your other projects as well? Yeah, it's, it's following your gut. It's seeing what you really resonate with, what you're truly passionate about, uh, and what you want to be doing over the long term as well. The thing is, 
uh, being an SEO is is great experience because it gives you an opportunity to work with other marketing channels, uh, learning how SEO integrates with paid search, obviously, but um, lots of other marketing channels and indeed also other areas in the business, such as sales and customer service as well. So it gives you that big picture view on what you may want to do, what you may be better at doing in the future. Perhaps you're going to actually move into general business management as well. Um, SEO could be a good start to that. And I suppose it's about being open as well, isn't it? And not being closed-minded because I I suppose we may fall into the trap of, well, SEO, that is what I do. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And if you've done it for a long time or that's what um, you feel safe in or that's your security blanket, you might not necessarily be open so when opportunities come your way you might a not see them or b um you might turn them down yeah well I mean that stems from traditional education I mean 30 years ago when I was a kid um (laughs) I was told by my teachers um what do you want to do when you grow up and you had to choose a career and I remember a daft experience at school and um, I don't know I was about 12 or something like that and the careers teacher came in and he said "Um, okay right everyone you need to decide what you need to do when you grow up what do you want to do and he went around everyone in the class and you had to say okay what profession you wanted to do and most people didn't have a clue and um, a lot of pressure I know (laughs) someone said civil engineer and everyone thought, hmm, that sounds quite interesting. Don't know what it is, but it sounds interesting. And so we had about 80% civil engineers, I think. <laughs> that, that's so funny. Um, there's something that, um, oh, sorry. Uh, no, I was, just, I, I was just, I mean, just just to finish off and, and yeah, kind of yeah. relate it back to what you were saying there. Yeah, um, sorry. So, so, so a lot of, um, you were saying that a lot of SEOs think that they're kind of stuck in the job or that's what they do. Um, what I was going to say is, that's what we were told um, for, for, for a long, long time. You pick a job, you pick a career, and that's what you do. That's what the definition of you is or, or, or was going to be. But it, it's not the case nowadays. You, you get loads of people having loads of different careers. I mean, I've, I started off working in the hospitality industry. I've worked in restaurants. I, I've been a recruitment consultant. I've been in sales, um, but I've also been in digital marketing for a long time now, the, be- the best part of 20 years. So I, I, having a, a, a different experiences, a, a, a mixed background of, of doing many different things is actually uh, gives you a wonderful perspective to take things into different careers. But it's a, it's a long way of saying, don't think you're welded to Mm. your chosen job, your chosen career, because it's going to become more common in the future to have multiple careers. And that's not a failure. That's a wonderful opportunity to do different things. Exactly, exactly. And also, um, you might feel like um, you're further on in your career. So I don't know, you might be in your mid to late 30s, early 40s, even your 50s, right? And you think, well, I've stuck in SEO for this long. Um, like maybe I should stick in it, but yeah, you think it's a failure giving it, giving up on us, yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's progression, right? And mm-hmm. it's understanding yourself more. And once you know what you're passionate about, like so, for myself, um, yes, I enjoy SEO, right? Um, and I, I think it's quite cool that I know how Google works or 
I, well, Google doesn't let us know really, but you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah. sort of no. <laughs> sort as of much no. as any SEO. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do find like I have other passions as well, teaching other people, um, communication, so having a podcast, speaking, right? Mm. Um, and I've known about those passions because opportunities have come my way or I've seeked out opportunities and I've said yes, even though I was terrified. Like I remember the first time I did, um, I spoke at Brighton SEO and all oh, my days, like I was a shivering, shivering wreck. And then afterwards mm. I had this massive buzz and like, yeah, like you've, you've got to try stuff, right? You have yeah. to put yourself out there and you don't have to put yourself in a box. Okay. Um, yeah. like, Life isn't about that. <laughs> it, you need to be flexible. Um, and you've got to remember, like, n- understanding SEO is just a superpower, right? Like, you can use that. And I think we'll get into more of that in part part two. Um, but, yeah, we need to remember um, that we don't need to put ourselves in a box, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, to, to, to go back to, to what you were saying just a moment ago, um, people... Many uh, SEOs, I guess, are, are a little bit introverted and um, a little bit technically focused. And because of that, they're, I guess, like, less likely to do things like public speaking. But yeah, um, true. I, I, I would just like to emphasize to anyone listening to this, thinking that they want to be a guest on a podcast or be a speaker at an event. Um, everyone is a grain of sand in the universe. You're the importance of you doing a talk in terms of the rest of your life and the things that are really, really important in your life is just just not there. It's not significant at all. Uh, obviously, it's good experience. Um, it will give you a nice step up into what else you're going to be doing in your life. But in, in, compared with the things that are most important in your life, it doesn't matter. And if you can put it into that kind of perspective, hopefully that will actually make you not so worried about doing that kind of thing in the future. Wonderful. And I think that's such great advice, such great advice. Um, because like not getting too serious or I don't know, out there but you only do have one life don't you and you need to make the most of it um and you spend most of your life at work right making Mm. money (laughs) so um we need to make sure that we're listening to ourselves and um yeah like looking for other opportunities where we can make sure that we're we're loving what we're doing we're challenging ourselves and like I know it's idealistic that you're not necessarily going to have a job that you're going to spring out of bed right on set when your alarm clock goes at seven o'clock in the morning, right? Um, but you can st- you can still have a job or you can carve a career where you're excited, right? And you want to get up and you want to go to work. Yeah, I mean, ideally you'd get to the situation where you're not really able to tell the fact that you're working because you're yeah. you're just doing something you like to do. That is the dream. That is the dream. Uh, Right. We are going to take a short break. um, And when we come back uh, in part two, we're going to discuss um, what SEO skills are transferable. Sounds good. 
Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasmin are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. um, So that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. Hello, we are back for part two. Um, David, before we um, go on with part two, what's the main key takeaway you want people to take from our first part? Well, I think something that I mentioned that I, I'm a big fan of is considering what you're doing as entirely insignificant and it, it, it's 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 a bit um, strange to perceive it like that because it almost doesn't give it any value but I just wanted to ensure that people um, do what they want to do and do um, what they feel challenges challenges them um, without feeling scared or nervous because those are emotions that um, probably aren't so important or relevant when you compare it with the more important things in your life. I, th- I think that's just um, a yeah. key thought. It's not necessarily to do with SEO directly, but hope it's, hopefully it assists with um, career development. Oh, 100%. And that's all what this podcast is for. Um, it's for supporting SEOs, um, for like personal um, career development. So this this episode is bang on the mark. Uh, right, so let's get cracking with part two then. So uh, we said that we talk about um, SEO skills that are transferable. Uh, mm. So take it away, David. What do we think? What do we think uh, we've learned as an SEO that are transferable in other jobs or industries? Well, I've always been quite a creative SEO, quite a strategic SEO. I didn't, <laughs> I wasn't absolutely passionate about um, highly technical SEO. Uh, For instance, when people started talking about pivot tables in Excel, I just knew that that wasn't something that I wanted to be involved in. You get different (laughs) mindsets um, and that's fine. You get people that are passionate about things like that. Not me. Yeah. um, Yeah, because I veered towards kind of content marketing, creative and um, broader strategy. Um, I was quite heavily involved in training. I was then I was quite heavily involved in thinking about models for those different training sessions. Um, So I produced, um, I've recently actually published a course on LinkedIn Learning um, about B2B content marketing. And at the centre point of that, I've got this model that I call the 6H content marketing model. So I've expanded Google's 3H model, um, Hero Hub and Help content, to also add what I call heart-happy and human content, heart content 
being product-centric, sales-orientated type content, because I don't think the Google model includes that. Happy content, the kind of content that you deliver to new customers. And human content, the type of content that drives advocacy after they've actually been a customer for a while. So I think SEO can be a wonderful um, initial touch point or channel for those six different types of content. So you can still utilize SEO. You can take the different skills that you've learned from SEO and think about things like, okay, help content. How am I going to research keyword phrases for that? I mean, I even use keyword research in podcast production and video show production as well nowadays. Um, also asked is a, is a wonderful tool for that uh, to get long tail keyword phrases that allegedly don't have any keyword volume. You know, incorporate that within podcast or video show episode titles and then use that to structure the episode show notes or the even the transcript that you produce from the show as well to help rank it for those long tail keyword phrases. So there are many uses of SEO in that broader mm. marketing strategy as well. 100%, 100%. And um, I've just got thinking about the sort of transferable skills that I feel that I would have if I wanted to um, explore a different um, career in a different industry. And one big one is problem solving, right? Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the time, something, uh, if you think about um, core algorithm updates, right? Or um, you find that there's been like a massive traffic um drop to your site and stuff like most of the time you have no idea what what's going on and so you have to you have to investigate so yes. i feel like problem solving is a really good transferable skill and like i think a bit underrated um it's a great one it's a great one yeah yeah and another one is communication. Um, so um, obviously there is um, there's certain things that we need to report back to other departments, shareholders, managers who might not understand SEO or they don't understand the SEO lingo. Um, so I feel like SEOs are great at, are great communicators right because they have to get a point across and they have to get it a point across in a way that's understandable um so. I, I think that communication is a skill that is very important for seos to master i wouldn't necessarily say that all seos or many seos are great communicators but i would say that it's a skill that if they can master um it would help them greatly in the future because, as we mentioned earlier, SEOs have to talk to different departments, different marketing channels, but also different areas in the business as well to explain the value of SEO and then to understand the perspectives of other departments in the business as well to try and actually agree on a path forward as well. So uh, communication is core to that. And, and I guess that if SEOs can perhaps uh, broaden their education and maybe even take courses in communication, then that will help them deliver what they have to do from an SEO perspective, but also help them in the future as well. Yes, 100%, 100%. Um, is there any other uh, transferable skills that we can, that we can think of? Well, I of? mean, it's strategy. I, I, th I think SEO yeah. allows you to, to understand things from multiple perspectives. Um, so then you can actually be one of the better placed people within a large organization um, to create that strategy because 
you do understand things from more different perspectives because you want get people from other marketing departments really taking the time to understand things like SEO. I don't see as many people from, say, paid search or PR or um, other departments uh, taking the time to truly understand SEO as, as you have as many SEOs reaching out to other departments, I don't think. Yes, 100%, 100%. Um, another transferable skill that I've just thought about is, um, uh, so say you've... Um, done a project or a campaign you've done your reporting reporting is a skill in itself right visualization mm -hmm. and getting <laughs> getting good reports creating good reports that actually hold meaning I suppose um but sometimes um when you report you find that something's not quite worked as well as you'd hoped um but you still have to report back on that and you have to decide okay what is the next step Okay, so yeah. rather than seeing it as a failure, it's a learning, right? So we've tried this thing, it's not quite worked as well as I hoped. And then again, I suppose it just goes back into problem solving, isn't it? Um, well, it goes back into communication as well. Yeah. Absolutely, It's how you <laughs> yeah. communicate that um, success or failure uh, back to other departments and still get them believing in the value of SEO. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, before we wrap up, is there anything else that um, you think is important to bring up or talk about? I mean, from, from a transferable skill perspective, I, I, I think um, great keyword research and structuring of your website um, should be something that is applied to um, every different content function within the business and that includes sales customer service as well as traditional content teams as well i think that's an undervalued part of seo almost um you, you, I, I don't feel that keyword research is something that's really talked about quite as much as it used to be um okay. i think there's a reliance on ai on the machines to actually <laughs> decipher the content that you're writing and maybe even produce titles or better descriptions in your behalf but um i think feeding google the right information and feeding customers the right information to enhance conversion rates and um yet yeah, drive the right visitors to the right piece of content is is absolutely key and transferable as well so would you say um that's that's the key thing that you want people to take away from today or well it, f f f from an SEO perspective I think communication um, to communicate the value try to think about what's one thing that you can do over, over the next month in terms of reaching out to other departments in the organization um, to better understand what they do um, so that's the first step um, better understand what they do and sit down with them and, and, and really get them to explain to you what they do, what their concerns are, what they want to achieve as well, before trying to broadcast um, to them what's important from an SEO perspective. I think if you take the time to really understand what's in it for other people and what's important for them, then they'll be more receptive to understanding what's important um, for you. So I think if you work in a large organization, that side of communication is key, listening first uh, before trying to communicate what you want to do. Amazing, amazing. I mean, I've really enjoyed this conversation today. So thank you oh, so thanks. much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me on. Um, so my last question to you is, what is the best bit of career advice that you've ever been given? You know, I'll, I'll say it 
in a slightly different way. Um, oh, but yeah. let's still use the the universe as our, our way of thinking. Uh, when I was talking about what you do is as significant as a grain of sand in the universe. I'll put it a slightly different way. Um, there was a famous scientist called Carl Sagan, and um, he came up um, with um, a, a, a wonderful um, a, a wonderful piece um, that he called Pale Blue Dot. And it was based upon this picture of Earth far, far away. And it was how insignificant the Earth was. I mean, it was beautiful. It was just this tiny little pale blue dot in the universe. And if you can think about the fact that everything that's ever been, um, look, look up what Carl Sagan said. You know, I'm, I'm not going to quote him directly here because I don't have the words in front of me here and I can't remember exactly, but it was around the lines of um, everything that's ever been and ever will be exists or existed on that pale blue dot. And that's can you think about how insignificant what you're doing um, in terms of whole human history and then in terms of the whole universe? Um, that's not to make you think that um, what you do isn't important. It's just to make you think, just enjoy what you do. Do the best at what you do, but don't get upset or yeah. worried about what you're doing. I suppose we can catastrophize, right? Um, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my word of the day. <laughs> is it spelled with an, an S or a Z, though? However, however, wherever you're listening from, it depends. Well, no, well, maybe the right answer from an SEO perspective is it depends what the keyword tool says. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, I suppose because um, I used to do this, right, and I'd be so worried about... Um, setting live a project or doing something um, and it wasn't until someone said to me um, at the end of the day like we're not doctors okay like no one's life is at stake mm. <laughs> like yes there are things that can go wrong but what is that biggest thing that can go wrong and if you can think about what that biggest thing is and you've got a contingency plan for it you, you should be good to go right like in hindsight, I think everyone just needs a bit of perspective and we need to like take a breather and be like, do you know what? Yes, the biggest thing that could go wrong is a website might go down. <laughs> or... And, and, and it's, 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 a, it's communicating that again to the right parties in an organisation. But it's also not just understanding the value or potential cost on things if things go wrong, it's actually calculating the, the the loss from the continuum. What would happen if you don't make those changes? Um, if you continue to de deliver a fairly poor user experience, a fairly slow loading website or wh whatever you're trying to improve, maybe calculate the, the, the lost value um, to demonstrate, actually, um, there's... Um, there's much more value. There's much more point in continuing um, to make the changes that I recommend rather than actually continuing with a happy medium. Oh, 100%. 100%. Very much agree. Uh, wonderful. Well, I'm very sorry to say this, but we have ran out of time. Um, but if people want to continue the conversation or find out what you're up to or connect with you, how can they do that? Sure. Um, at David Bain on Twitter or LinkedIn or castingcred.com, the website. 
and I'll um, make sure that all your links are um, included in the show notes. And also, um, as we've been talking today, there's been um, a few resources that I'll also make sure that I'll pop in the resources bit of um, of the show notes as well. Um, well, thank you so much, David, uh, for joining us. And um, yeah, it's been an awesome episode. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Great to chat. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> and uh, now it's time for the corny, corny bit. Uh, now, I end every episode with a pledge, okay? Um, is it putting you on the spot, David, to ask you to read out the pledge? or It's, um, I, I'm just wondering, is it, is it the same place? Sorry, don't, what, what, oh, I've got the, um, um, pre- <laughs> you might have to do a bit of editing here. Oh, no, that's away. fine. Look, I'll mark it. I'll mark it. There we go. Okay, uh, so that's that. Oh, so that's the catchphrase at the bottom there that you just want me to read out there, yeah? Yeah. The I am an SEO who prioritizes mindset and personal growth, and not just rankings, improving visibility and algorithms. If you don't want to do it, it's no, no, that's fine. fine. That's that, that's fine. Okay? That's fine. That's fine. Right. Sorry, I didn't really read that. I'll I'll, I'll read that. No, okay, no, no, it's fine. I put you on okay, the spot. Okay, I'll. I'll, I'll I'll, I'll I'll answer what you said before, so hopefully it's quite easy for you to cut in. Okay. Okay. Let, well, I can just no, do but, that bit no, again. No. Well, you just said, is it putting you on the uh, on the spot to do it? Uh, on okay. the spot to do it. So I'll yeah. just answer that, and then you okay. can cut it in there. No, not at all. No problem at all. Um. So here we go. I am an SEO who prioritizes mindset and personal growth, and not just rankings, improving visibility, and algorithms. Well done. Well said. Round of applause. <laughs> Uh, wonderful. Right. Let's say goodbye and until next time. Hello. Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasman are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our Buy Me A Coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. um, So that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much.